God is God. It is He who made us. We are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. And it says, Enter His gate with thanksgiving and His court with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good and His love or mercies endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the God that we serve. So I want us to begin to thank the Lord this morning. Father, we give you all the praise, Lord. We thank you this morning because you are faithful. We bless your name, O Lord, Father, because you are good and your mercies indeed endure forever. My Lord and King, this morning we worship you with gladness. We have come before you, O Lord, with joyful song. For we know, O God, that it is you who made us. We are your people. We are the sheep of your pasture. We want to give you all the praise, O God. We exalt your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. You might wonder why am I stopping so quickly. I'm looking around. We are saying that, yes, Father, thank you, Shep. We give you praise. We give you praise. I think God deserves more than that. You know what is going on around this world. God has been our helper. He has been our ever-present help in the time of trouble. He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. When you are asleep, you are like a dead man or woman. You don't know what happens around you. Last night, can you tell me as you were asleep, the things that were happening around you? But the Lord fought your battle for you. He is the rock of ages. He is our banner. And this morning we have come to his sanctuary to thank him. To show him that we love him. And we are saying, Father, Lord, Christian, because no, it is not enough. So we're going to raise our voice against the Lord, I give you praise. Shout for joy. That's what the scripture says. Let's begin to pray and thank him. Thank the Lord from your heart, from your bottom of your heart. Exalt his holy name. Because he is faithful. He is faithful. We have entered your courts, O God, with thanksgiving this morning. The Bible says your faithfulness continue through all generations. If not your faithfulness, Lord, where would we be by now? My Lord, we give you all the praise. The scripture says, praise the Lord, all my soul, and all my innermost being, praise his holy name. Let your innermost being praise his holy name this morning. Thank him, my God, we give you praise. The Bible says, and forget not all his benefits. There are so many things that God has done for us. Father, we cannot forget your benefits. We cannot forget for your benefit, O Lord. You heal us of all our diseases, and you have redeemed us, O Lord, from the pit. We give you all the praise, O Lord. You have satisfied us, O God, with every good thing. We give you praise. We exalt your name. We thank you, O God, for being our banner. We thank you, O Lord, for being our light and our salvation. We are so grateful, Lord. Nothing can stop us from thanking you. From the bottom of our heart, O Lord, we give you praise. O Lord, be thou exalted. Someone still praising the Lord from the depth of their heart. Someone is still saying unto God, Father, you are my God, and I'm here to seek you. 
Someone stay saying in their spirit, Lord God Almighty, I've come into your house just to say thank you. Someone stay saying to themselves, Lord, open up my spirit and I will praise you, O Lord God Almighty, in truth and holiness and in righteousness. Open up your mouth and say, Lord, we bless you. We exalt your name. We thank you because you redeemed our life. Lord God Almighty, you gave us breath. Someone is still saying to them, to even the worshippers online, that as, I, as they hear this word, that the power that is emanating through this place this morning will reverberate through our house and our homes in the name of Jesus. Someone still preach and saying that the name of the Lord will be a strong tower in our lives, even in the name of Jesus. Someone still saying there that Jesus Christ, that you are my Redeemer, that you are my everlasting everlasting joy, and that you, O Lord God Almighty, has set even your words, even in the heavens, and that your kingdom will rule over my life and over everything that is the house breath in this house this morning. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, because in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Now we're going to look at Isaiah chapter 31. And verse 7 says, For in that day every one of you will reject the idols of silver and gold, your sinful ways, your sinful hands have made. Now, last week we talked about how we align ourselves to the prophetic that comes out of this house. And that means that we have to put away a lot of our own practices, a lot of our own beliefs, a lot of our own standpoints, and a lot of, you know, when you start saying something, sometimes you say, as far as I'm concerned, you have to put those away. But how are we going to do that? Let's have a look at Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. And it says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. So turn around to somebody next to you and say, I will walk in the way of the Lord this morning. And the way of the Lord will drive me on. So we're going to say, Lord God Almighty, replace every eye even unto the way of the Lord. The word that will come from the Lord, the word that will come from this pulpit, the word that you've spoken this morning into my ear, the word that I hear from this morning, even as the word of the Lord will be coming forth, Lord, I will walk in that way. Can we open up our mouths and pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, you the most glorious, the most merciful. Father, we bless your name because, Lord God Almighty, your word will come to us expressly. Your word which is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, it will illuminate our spirit. It will illuminate us, O oh God. It will open up our minds of understanding, our heart of understanding, O oh Lord God Almighty, so that we will know you better even in the name of Jesus, even your word, King of glory, God of grace that you have in store for us, so that we can align ourselves, O oh Lord God Almighty, even unto the apostolic blueprint. Father, the word that you have, O oh God, that will bring me 
it or the blueprint that you have in mind for me, O God, King of glory, God of grace. The word, O God, that is true. The word, O God, that is honest. The word, O God, that will redeem. The word, O God, that will change my life. The word, O God, that will change my perception. The word, O God, King of glory, that will bring me to a place, O God, King of glory, where I need to walk with you, O King of glory, where I will trust you better, where I will hear your voice. The word that will open up and remove every wax from my earlobes. The word, O God, that will open up my minds, O God. The word, O God, that will make me believe in you. The word that will make me, O God, trust, O God, and have confidence in you. That word, O God, Father, Lord, will be whispered to my ears this morning, O God. And Father, King of glory, as that word comes, it will break down, O God. It will break down every barrier. As the Bible talks about the hand of the Lord, is majestic in power, and it shatters all the enemies. It shatters every rock, O God. The word that will shatter every stumbling block, O God. Every stumbling block, O God, that is in the place, O God, Father of repentance, every storm, everything that stops us, O God, stops your people from, O God, the mindset of repentance, O Lord God Almighty, your word, O God, will come into us this morning and shatter the enemies in the name of Jesus. King of glory, God of grace, we ask, O God, Father, Lord God Almighty, that Lord, even as your word comes, O God, that our ears of understanding will be open, and Lord God Almighty, as we hear, we will align ourselves, O God, Father, even to that which you have in store for us, and that your name will be praised. Thank you, Father, be thou exalted and worship, Lord God Almighty. Thank you for your word, O Lord God Almighty. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let's quickly look at uh, Revelation chapter 3. I will read verse 20 and verse 22. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he, will, and he with me. Verse 22. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Praise the Lord. We want to pray and speak to ourselves. One thing we pray is, we want to pray and say, my heart be open today. That as the scriptures we come, as the word of God we come from this pulpit, we want to speak to our heart as an individual and say, my heart be open to the word, be open to the word. Let's begin to pray. And we pray as we pray for us and for, for yourself, you pray for others too. Let's begin to pray, my heart be open, my heart be open, my heart be open. As the scriptures we come, as the word of God we come, even this morning, I speak to you, my heart be open, be open, because the Bible says God stands at the door of your heart. God is standing here right now. God is standing with each and every individual right now and is knocking, 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 knocking. My heart be open. Let's begin to speak to our heart. My heart be open today. Be open today to the scriptures, to the word of God that will come from the servant of the Lord. My heart be open. My heart be open. Let's begin to pray as we pray for your heart. Pray for everyone that will enter into this place. That Lord, everyone that will enter into this place will speak that their heart be open to the scriptures, their heart be open to the word of God that will come from this pulpit this morning, their heart be open, every heart be open, every heart be open, every heart be open, and we read from verse 22, he said, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, and then we begin to pray, Lord, open my ears, open my heart, that my ear will hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, even in this season, even in this season, the Bible says, my sheep hears my voice, tell the Lord, Father, 
am your sheep. Open my ears, oh God. I want to hear you this morning. As the Bible says, my sheep hears my voice. Strangers' voice, they will not listen. Strangers' voice, they will not listen. Let's begin to pray right now. Lord, I'm here. I'm your sheep. I'm your sheep. Open my heart to your word. Open my ears to your word. Open my spirit to your word. Lord Almighty, in the name of Jesus, my sheep, oh God Almighty, I'm your sheep, oh God. I'm your sheep, oh God. Open my heart that we hear your word, oh God Almighty. Not only that we're here, oh God, and let's begin to pray that God will give us grace that we hear, that we'll be doer. Lord God Almighty, let grace of God be multiplied over my life, oh God Almighty, that we not only be the hearer of your word, even as your sheep, oh God, I will be the doer, oh God Almighty, as your word will come from, from this pulpit, oh God. Open my ears to hear, open my ear, open my heart, oh God, over every part of me, oh God, to respond to your word in this season, in this season, and let grace be multiplied over me, oh God, even in this season, in the old world, that trial is happening in the old world, confusion in the old world, Lord Almighty, that I will not be shaking, that I will not be shaking, because I stand upon your word, I stand upon your word, I stand upon your word, thank you, the King of Kings, blessed be thy name, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name we prayed. Amen. With an uplifted right hand, let's declare the meeting open by reading the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord, and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. 
so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him. To all who call on him in truth, he fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
and give God praise for this morning. Lord, we exalt and magnify your holy name. Father, we give you praise. We worship you, O God. We bless you, Jehovah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Ma brora bredos ke pare molodira molodira makabra kadasa. Be thou exalted, O God. Thank you, Father. A God and King, we thank you so much. We worship you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your doing. In Jesus' holy name we worship. Turn to someone and welcome them in the name of the Lord. seated in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. What a wonderful time that we have been living. <laughs> Amen forevermore. I'm happy to be back home. We have just returned from a mission in Leeds. We came back from there yesterday. It was amazing. Since we went to Nigeria, I've not had time personally with you, usually, as you know, we will. But our past four weeks have been on the road, on the road, on the road. We went to Bristol the other week. We came from Nigeria, we went to Bristol, from Bristol we went to Leeds, and this week we are going to Ireland. But I rejoice with you. I rejoice with you for several reasons, but most especially that God is in your midst. How many of you have been watching the news? Can you see what God said to us by prophetic? But I want to, I will play that tape again next week because the tape had not been edited, the one I played to you. I will do the editing myself this week so that next Sunday I will play it to us. When God spoke here the last week of August, as we are entering into September, He said, the Lord said that we are entering, United Kingdom is entering into a new era. And the Lord said that from next month, and the Lord said that Liz Truss was going to be the Prime Minister. The Lord said, but as soon as she's planted, she's uprooted. You remembered? And then we interceded that, Lord, that will not be. And we prayed for her. And the Lord said, United Kingdom is about to go through a period of turbulence. 
So it doesn't matter who wears the cap of prime minister, it will go to that turbulence. And the Lord said that it will be very, very terrible. Bumpy, it will affect the saints of God. Because we need to listen together to it so that when I analyze it, you can really understand it. And analyzing it will help you to know where you position yourself in this season. Because God spoke about you too. And God said it will continue till August, very, very terrible time. But between August and October, a wind will blow in England. And by October, England, United Kingdom will see, begin to see the light of day. Alright? And the Lord said that they will see a hill, a city on the hill with light. And God will give knowledge to the next prime minister who is a he. And he will switch the light. We have the next switch the light. And the Lord said that the two major parties, when, October, when we get to August to October, they will begin to struggle who is going to be. But God will now give that man the knowledge to solve the problem. And then the problem will be solved, not now, but next year. So that the prophecy God gave us before this a recession when God said that in the year 2022 there will be recession in England and the recession will be in England until 2025 so that by 2025 we're out of the recession but you see the understanding is this if you look at what has been happening they try to remove her remove her remove her that's the noise now isn't it and so they removed um, the Chancellor and replaced the Chancellor in the natural, if it was some other people, they would have resigned. Because the pressure is too much. But it's your prayer that sustained her. Because before it came, you and I interceded for her. And we must keep on interceding for her because let me tell you what happened. If, I think I can be very definite here. If the next man push for an election he will win but he will be removed because his season has not come I wish I would have access to him this week to help him understand when the council of heaven meets and decision is taken you need to have understanding or you will lose everything Whereas, if he waits until this time, when this tenor is over, it will be the right time for him to occupy that office. Because God has spoken about him about 10 years ago, here in this church, where he did not even dream that he would be appointed to lead the party. But you know, why I'm telling you this, in that prophetic word, it began by saying, I see the calendar of Britain. I said, but you can see it too. Did you remember? It will be replayed to you so that you can, you can remember it. I said, but you are prophetic people. You can see it too. I wonder what was going through your mind when I was saying that you can see it too. And some of you may be saying that, but I can't see. But why? Today I want to deal with the why. 
I want to deal with the why. You are prophetic people. And when God reveals the calendar of nation right in this auditorium, and I can see the calendar of Britain, and I can see the calendar of Nigeria and then Sierra Leone. Right here, and I was reading it, I was telling you all these things that is now happening immediately. Today, my focus is, what should you do to be able to operate in such dimension? Because we agree together in the book of um, uh, 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 the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 28. What did he say? And afterwards I pour my spirit upon all flesh, and sons and daughters will prophesy. So, I told you, and we agreed, if the Bible says that sons and daughters will prophesy, you all have the capacity to do so. Isn't it? Yes. Don't worry about where you are now. On this, my trip to, uh, to um, uh, Leeds, <laughs> this was the, the, the major topic of concern. That's what I dwelt on in three days. And I think I remember I told you that usually God begins to reveal to me about the new year from October, but it was too early for God. God took out by surprise from September, really from, from August, the Holy Ghost Convention, and began to do such stuff. And I said then, it is every one of you can access it because you have the capacity. Let me say this. You are sitting on a time bomb of God. This house. You are a time bomb, all of you. In a short time, the bomb will explode. You will not, none of you will sit down because you have much work to do. Amen. They will come in their thousands and hundreds of thousands. People hungry for God, looking for the truth and found the truth. That's it. So God is preparing you now for this time. And so your knowledge of the word of God must be undefiled. Because outside this building is a lot of lies of the devil across the globe. In this church, you have the right to question me, and I answer you. I, I allow you to do that. Because how will an apprentice become, you know, a disciple without questioning, you know, his master? How will a mentee become a mentor without questioning his mentor? But I tell you, so that you can have real understanding of what the scripture says. On this trip in Leeds, it was astonishing. Somebody had been watching our program and connecting with us on the prayer line. The person came from another church. But he had been watching our program on prayer line. If you are a member of this house and you do not join that prayer program, I say, may God help you. Why are you looking at me like that? I said, God told your church to be doing prayer every day. It's now around 30, what day tonight? And you didn't join. And people from outside are joining to Canada, to Africa, to... There's only Chinese I've not seen. And God will bring the Chinese. I've not seen Russian too. God will deliver the Russians. 
<laughs> when we talk of Russia, we're not talking about the ruler, we're talking about the people. Now, this man and the wife have been watching, have been connecting with our prayer line. And then the man said, It's his birthday on the 28th of the month. And the, the wife said, I will give you a, a gift, a special gift. And what was her special gift? He said, I saw an advert that apostle will be ministering in Leeds. My gift is that I will take you to apostle, you will see him face to face, so that he can bless you for your birthday. Now this is the interesting thing. They drove all the way from London. They are, short, they are in Croydon. You know Croydon to this place is shorter than Croydon to Leeds. But you know the concept people have is that a minister of my own repute, before you can see them, there's a lot of protocol. That is what is outside there. Isn't it? Why are you looking at me like that? Is that not so? Not so. However, they don't know that Apostle, if you, are, if you want to see Apostle, you just come in. I can walk there and come to you and we see. And then you go. And it won't cost you going to my, my, my protocol and the protocols are bodyguarding Apostle and then they are pushing you. You know, I don't do that. Because Jesus never did that. He had the largest crowd. He never did that. Carrying guns to, to surround the apostles that people are scared. Jesus never did that. And anybody sent by Jesus, I don't think they can do that. And I think if they do that, then Jesus is no more sending them. They send themselves. When a man is afraid to die, he has a mask. He has a mask on healthy wealth. And he's afraid to leave it because his eternity is not sure. That's the only thing that can happen. Yes, brother. <laughs> you know, in that meeting, we were, I was ministering, and suddenly I saw two boys. I said, who are the parents of these two boys? They said, we are the parents. I said, see me after service. They were shocked. They came all the way because they want to see me. And the God in this house picked their children up, and asked who are the parents of these children. And they said, we are. See me after service. When they saw me, they, could, they couldn't wait to see me. And they began to tell me that, do you know, Apostle, we drove all the way from London to Leeds because we want to see you. And I said to them that the God that we serve has seen your heart. As your heart is, is the manifestation and those of us in this church must recognize that. You may have a grace from God and you may not use it. But leads was another thing. A work had begun for all you men, you know. I told you, didn't I? In leads, we men and the women will not, they will not draw back. Leads for Jesus next year. I cannot hear your amen. I say leads for Jesus next year. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, if God is speaking in this house, and it's happening about nations, about you, about people, and that God, before he started speaking, said, but you are all prophetic people, you should be able to read this calendar. 
then in this season your eyes will open to read I will teach you a way that is solid in God and that is sure and certain I also had a testimony today I'll share with you before we go and share another person has just come out with MBA in distinction (laughs) hallelujah hallelujah (laughs) hallelujah you know when I was told it is least they gave me the information and this guy who came out in MBA in distinction is about 52 5-2 his wife is you know just you know well I won't talk about the age but she's very, very younger. And you know when he said this to me, my, my heart left for joy. Now this is it. I, I, he didn't want to read anymore. And um, he was given an assignment that is a major assignment. And then when I went to do my LLM and I was showing you my results and stuff, the wife said, look, I'm not going to stay with you. I'm going to do my MBA. The wife went to do MBA. And I asked him, bro, what's wrong with you? Your wife is doing MBA. What are you doing? He said, I can't read anymore. You, what? You can't what? <laughs> you have to read MBA. He said, Apostle, then my results started coming out and I was announcing it. He now came to me and said, Apostle, I will read my MBA now. I will do my MBA now. The wife came out of MBA last year with distinction he now was doing his mba and today he came out with mba in distinction now i can say to you if you are in cft if you have mentors outside you better also submit to the mentor inside let me borrow me your life for maybe five, ten, ten more years. Let us ride together. You will be amazed what God will do with you. The capacity that you have, many of it or most of it has not been revealed. I was happy that God used me to spark you up in the area of career. Since the time I've started that journey with you, this parish has given birth to about 30-something first class in their first degree. More than 10 people have got distinction in their MBA of graduates. So, you understand therefore that the capacity that God has put in you can be groomed and it can transform the whole of your future. So, if you have been successful in your careers, because God used me to charge you into reasonable thinking, you must be successful in the spiritual. Especially those of you who are young. You must be. There is no reason. There is nothing holding you bound from experiencing what the bible says you are and my heart for you is that before we end this year there'll be nobody in this church that will not manifest the grace of god that is in him so the topic is 
born of God born of God we will look at the word born of God for a season we will explore it until God will help us at least to get to the root of it shall we look at the book of John chapter 1 verse 12 what does it say Shall we read together, please? Uh-huh. All right, let's look at the King James Version. We'll read it together, please. All right, go back to NIV. I want to show you some things in the midst of the pages of these statements. It says, yet to all who received, that word received is a past tense. We agree? Thank you. Then the next word, to those who believed and his past tense. So what is the implication of these two words? You and I, we are in the world. And Ephesians chapter 1 from verse, uh, chapter 2 from verse 1 to 3 tells you that when we were in the world, we were under the powers of the prince of the air. He influenced us and directed our ways. And many things we did was influenced by Satan. The world system, you know, we are good fighters, especially fighting for our rights. When there is no right, we, we create one right, isn't it? Yeah, we were a good talker. We can talk about somebody for hours. And all the talks we talk, we don't know it. We just talk it because that's what we believe. We have used our lives to wreck human beings. Some of us have dived into all manners of stuff when we're in the world. Because the one who rules the world, that's what he dictates. What he dictates is what we did. And we didn't know it. Because he works through our human mind. Now, so then the Holy Spirit came and convicted us of sin, of judgment, and of righteousness. And then we turned to Jesus. And accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. What happened immediately? We crossed the line to a new kingdom that is controlled by God Himself called the Holy Spirit. Now, the difference between when we're in the world and this kingdom is the Holy Spirit enters us, God enters into man. As many that believed. As many who received, they are given the power, the right to become sons of God. And Jesus says, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. If you open unto me, I and my Father will come in. So you, each one of you who have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, haven't believed and you accept it. You carry God in your belly. 
Not one that Bible says in First Corinthians 6 that your body is the temple of God. Isn't it? This is the reason why the word said believed and received. He's talking about what happened haven't believed. Second Corinthians five seventeen therefore says if a man is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation, all things are passed away, all things have become what? New. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself and given us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. So once you are born again, the spirit that born you again enters you and will not leave you until rapture. Because it says in Ephesians, we have one that is our guarantee to rapture. Okay, so, which means therefore, if you are in kingdom of God, the Spirit of God already had possessed you. Let me briefly look at the benefits of sons of God. The benefits of sons of God. Now, Romans chapter 8, 28. There is benefit in this kingdom. The benefit of people of the world is to be reckless sinners. They will be reckless in sin. And they can do any evil. Some of them have gone so advanced that they do evil to, to, to excite themselves. Can you imagine the girl who, or the lady who was on television this week, last week, who was killing children? Are you with me now? And this girl was killing children. Okay? And when she was interviewed... This lady who was killing children was saying that she wasn't guilty. I switched my car to a low cap. <laughs> she said she wasn't guilty. With all evidences, even with the, what she had written that was, was read to her, she still said she wasn't guilty. I think law should not be too confused about this because I believe that all judges are psychologists. They just recognize that this woman is possessed of the devil. That's all. When you kill children and you say you are not guilty? That is what Satan can do with those who are in the world. That is the extreme of the benefits of being in the world. The benefits of being in the world is a continuous life of sin, recklessness. Therefore... You and I must know the benefits of being in this new kingdom, in the kingdom of Christ. Let's read that scripture together. And we know. I don't like the way you are reading. I'm going back to Leeds. I was worshipping with you when Pastor Ben was teaching you about the apostolic footprint now. I was here. I was here by Zoom. Or by... (laughs) YouTube. <laughs> in Elijah's day, he will, there's no YouTube, so he YouTube himself. <laughs> in our own days, I don't need to YouTube myself. I am with you. Do you understand that now? By YouTube. 
Look, this scripture tells you and I something. We know that in all things, God works together for the good of those who what? And what? I want you guys at the back there to read this. Those who what? And what? I cannot hear you loud. Those who? And who is that person? You love God, that's why you are here today. You can't be under this roof if you don't love God. Even if you came for the first time and you are not born again, you love God, you are looking for Him. That's why you come to church. But as many of you who have accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, who believed and accepted, not those who confess Him, but those who received Him and confess Him. The strange thing about you is this. You have the Holy Spirit of God in you. Whatever you are going through in life, God is working. I say God is working. I say God is working. The things you go through may not be good, you know. Like some of us are going through it now. You need to come and ask us. Some of us say that. You don't know what I'm going through. I'm going through whatever. You need to let me tell you what I'm going through too. And your own going through, you you just say, ah, eh, eh, apostle. Ah. Yeah, yeah. You, you see, when people go through something, to them, they are just the only one going through. The woman I told you left London to come and see me in Leeds. When she met me, with the husband and the kids, she said to me, Apostle, these children that you called out, I waited 25 years with my husband before God gave them to us. 25 years. Wedding. And they waited. And God gave them those children. I said, no wonder God pointed them out. I don't know our children there. In the meeting. Then I began to speak with him. Whatever you are going through, don't lose your mind that God is working. Whatever news reports you hear from people, don't forget something that you are different from everybody. For you, there is a God that you have accepted who works everything according to the counsel of his plan. And he will always do so. I say he will always do so. You didn't hear me, I say we'll do it for you now. Look at Ephesians chapter 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 one verse eleven. What did he say? Shall we read it together? In him we were also what? Heaven. Hey, 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 hey. Cathedral. Oh, cathedral, they call it. <laughs> Someone said to me that Paul is not cathedral, it's cathedral. Okay, whatever you draw at. Just, just read the Bible for me, please. Are we together? In Him, we were also chosen, having been predestined according to who? The 
he work out? What will God work out? What will he work out for me? Everything, man. Whether good or bad, God will work it out. This is the God you receive. You know something? I had meeting with ministers, training ministers, but I had so many questions. I was in Nigeria. I was interviewed by the national television for about some number of hours. And somebody asked me, when he said to me, the apostle, tell me, who, who are you? And I told them who, who I am. Hmm? A son of a wizard, Tom Preacher. Number one, born by the daughter of Chief Imam of Abulifo. Hmm? They said, what are the encounters of God you had? Oh, I said, you are Nigeria. The Lord had taken me to the council of heaven over Nigeria four times. That I stood in the presence of the Father with the angels of God before him. And he said this to me. I told my church, 24 hours, it happened in Nigeria. To what? You mean? You mean God took you to heaven? Not just God took me to heaven. Jesus has appeared to me a number of times. The first time this is what he said. The second time he said this. The third time he said this. What? They said, okay, okay, okay. Because they wanted to interview me for 30 minutes. <laughs> and then they said, Now, we heard that God performed miracles in your church. Just tell us some big miracles. And I began to speak. And you know what they said? Look, Apostle, we need to publish this all over the Nigeria. I said, For what? They said, If we publish this, anywhere you are will not take the crowd. They said, This stuff you are telling us, we haven't seen anybody in Nigeria who does this experience. You know what I said to them? The Bible says that Jesus returned from the desert in the power of the Spirit. Is it pressmen who spread the news? No, angels. I said, let me tell you. When Jesus healed Bartimaeus and he healed the woman with the issue of blood, is it pressmen who told people? No. So why should pressmen tell about me? If man reveal you, man will destroy you. I said, what am I looking for? I have members, even if they are 10. <laughs> they are members in my church. I have people already who have known. Why should you publish me? Publish Jesus. I'm talking about if you are in the kingdom, I went to have a meeting with some people for crusade, and some ministers were asking for money. How much will you give us for us to do crusade? And I said to them that even if I have money that is flowing like sand, I've never had a place where Jesus paid some people to do crusade in Galilee. He didn't pay them to do crusade in Capernaum. I didn't see Philip pay anybody to do crusade in Samaria. The guy just went to Samaria. He healed the first person, healed the second person, and third fight, then gathered. I told them in that city, 
I will come to your city and go to your marketplace and revival will start in that marketplace. And that city saw God. No payments. They said people come up before you, they pay us. I said, that is them. Everybody know who sent him. I did not, I was not told God is sending you to me. Jesus appeared to me by himself, stood in my front and told me, I'm sending you. I'm talking about the kingdom of God. Do you know? Let me say this. Don't allow what you are going through to determine your God. Your God is bigger than any situation that can face you. That's why Paul says, we know that. You must know this. That in all things, the God you serve is working. Is working. Is working. Don't let anybody tell you anything different to what I'm saying to you. Don't believe it. Oh, some say you have to have some anointing. Which anointing? The one who carried the bottle of anointing is living in your belly. Anyone he does not anoint cannot be anointed. He's the Holy Spirit of God. Oh, someone says that we are going to mountain to fast for 70 days and 70 nights. It's your business. God bless you out. The Bible tells me, he that dwell in the shelter of the most high, the one that abides in the shadow, not he that fasted on the mountain. Jesus says, if you have faith in me, you will do the things I've been doing, and greater works shall you do. Not, you will have, if you have, if you fast for 100 days, you will do what I've been doing. I know a God who paid the price. He only needed you to believe. God opened the calendar of Britain. I was looking at it right here. I said, you can see. But if you cannot see, then, let me tell you. You have five senses in your body. Isn't it? Test, taste, smell, see, hear, feel. All those senses are in your spirit. You can smell cancer. And know that this is the cancer I'm smelling in this person. And no doctor had had diagnosed the person. If you can smell it, you can rebuke it. You can feel. When you go close to somebody, he has seduction. If you can feel it, you can rebuke it. All your senses in the spirit... You can see. True to the mind of a man. Speaking with you. And you can keep your mouth shut. Because you know he's lying. And let him finish speaking. And when he finishes speaking, say, good day. No reply. No. If you probe him further, you tell him what he's thinking. Different to what he's saying. All these senses are in you. Okay. But... But, look at, that scripture tells you and I, the reason why they are in you is because you have been caught according to the purpose, alright? But you also love Him. You love God. Underlining factor. You love God. Why would I not be raising funds? I told them in the ministers I went meeting now that CFT, this is cathedral. We, we bought this building. The money we use in buying this building, we saved it for 22 years. 
Okay? But then we have to now renovate this building. We renovated this building within two years. And the money that we used to renovate is more than the money we saved for 22 years. And we did not raise a fund. Did you raise fund here? Come on, did we raise fund in CFT? Do, do, I, do I bring a fundraiser to you before? God will punish that fundraiser if he climbs this place. The, uh, have you seen me bring a minister who said that God is saying that 10 of you should give a thousand pounds? Run, 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 run. Have you heard me say that? Uh, why are you looking at me like this? Oh, I have told you that, you see, anointing of today cost me a lot. And every one of you should sow a seed of um, uh, 500 pounds on the... 100 people will sow that seed, run out. Now you come out with 100, 500 pounds and said, now God has changed his mind. 400 pounds. <laughs> then God has changed his mind. 300 pounds. Until I say one pound. <laughs> have you heard me do that before? Why would you listen to those who do that? The Bible says the blind shall lead the blind. If you do go to any meeting of any church anywhere in the world, and they say that, if you feel in your heart you should give that money, go and give it to your church. Feel me. Record me. Let me stand in front of you. Camera two. Give me a close-up shot. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Because some, some pounds have suffered in the hands of people, their members go somewhere, and somebody, a member who does not give tithe in his church, he went to another church, and someone said that God is saying now, you must give this seed, so this seed, so this seed, 500 pounds, 1,000 pounds. And she got up, she went to give 500 pounds, but she doesn't pay tithe in her church. Then trouble started, she came to her pastor that, I don't know what made me get up. They just use spell on you. Every minister that says that, they are of the devil. To tell people, the Bible says when you give, you should not be told what to give. It says you should determine in your heart with God what to give. When it comes to offering, it's tithes that God said we should bring into his storehouse. And any church you are going is the storehouse of God. You cannot take your tithe and go and pay to another person. It's wrong. You pay it into that storehouse that you are. Because that is where you eat and feed from. And all those people who say that God said that this, uh, 10 people or 100 people should give a particular amount, they are mediums. We have a lot of mediums in the church today, global. They belong to cult of the devil. They, are, they never hear God. Let them tell us when they saw Jesus. Let them show us manifestation of God in them. They are a bunch of liars. They hate Jesus. For everything to work according to the counsel of God, underlining factor, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind. Let me even tell you this. I had this very recently. You know when you go to tell uh, all this YouTube, a lot of things is happening there. And somebody just come, prayer, prayer, and began to pray, began to pray. And saying, saying, move by word of knowledge. Uh, somebody is having this, uh, you are healed. Somebody is having this, and you are healed. Uh, you know, you see now, and they, they bring testimony. And they put envelopes of testimonies on the table. You think they are of God? You are joking. 
you have been messed up. Why didn't CFT? Why don't I carry the testimonies of people, letters, letters or prayer requests and put them on this place? If I will do that, I think we will, we will send them from that place to that place. Why didn't I? That letter, they didn't write it to man. They wrote it to God. Don't be deceived. You are in the end times. Who are you trying to impress? Why would you present such letter to the masses to show that you are doing something when you are doing nothing? It is only God who does something through nothing. Don't be deceived. When people who point glory to themselves are talking, get away from their midst and turn your eyes away from them. They are pits of hell, not of God. Miracles happen. A, a pastor, a, a, a minister who had been committing adultery for eight years, and then it was exposed eventually. For eight years, miracles were happening. People worked in that ministry. Don't you understand? But he was in adultery. Can God give you a gift and take it back? Come and answer me. No, because say the gift and the calling is without what. So how can someone say that if you didn't give testimony for your miracle, you will lose it? You should know straight away that it's the devil speaking through that man. Devil speaking through that man. I've been watching some tapes they sent to me from Nigerian ministers, and I saw nonsense. And people, unfortunately, wise people have been deceived by, by this mess going on around. Let me tell you, those who don't know their identity can be deceived. For you, you know. God said, if you love him, he will work everything out to your counsel. Someone said, ah, no, 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 no. That man is hot. That's a lie. Nobody is hot. Even the one that would have been hot, his name was Desmond Tutu. You know what Tutu means in my language? Cold. <laughs> Someone said to me before that, you look like Desmond Tutu. I said, no, I'm Desmond Bono. <laughs> he said, you look like your head look like Desmond Tutu. I said, yes, there's one that must be Tutu. And another one must be Bono. Bono means hot. Tutu means cold. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must be wise. My God says, the premise for you and I to operate as sons of God is loving Him with all our hearts. Now, let me say this to you. I want to check yourselves and evaluate your love for God. Just in a split second. Now, let me question you. When they call meeting in this auditorium, why do some of you stay at home when your God said, meet me in the house? Why do some of you who are supposed to be in the house will watch on the Zoom when God said, meet me in the house? And the time you, you stay at home, you look at yourself, it's wasted. It's wasted. You will have obeyed God if you will love him. When you fall in love with a person, and the person gives you a permit to meet him at a particular place, 
you will get there earlier. Is that not correct? Have you never fallen in love before? Why are you looking at me? Have you never fallen in love before? I have for 49 years. And I am still in love. I think for maybe, I don't know how many, how many years, how many more years I have to be in love before I disappear from your midst and just go and join my father there. I told my wife in New Cross now that, you know, when I, in, I was teaching this in New Cross that, I've told my wife that I will not die before, and she will not die before me, but I will make sure that I, I, I stay very close when she wants to go, I will quickly go. So that she won't be too long to meet me. <laughs> Hello. Let me tell you this. How much do you love Jesus? If you love Jesus, what are you doing in his household to show your love for him? What service are you in? Next year, I'm taking you guys out. We are going to blow UK to pieces. Because God cannot reveal to us all these things about United Kingdom, and they are happening, and we don't go out to the streets there. We are going to Leeds. I told them, Satan will run in Leeds. But before we make Satan run in Leeds, we will fill the whole of this region. You know this um, um, John, John something street here? Wilson Street. Do you know the story of John Wilson? There was a mighty revival by John Wilson in this city, in this very place. That's why they named that place John Wilson. We are sitting on a time bomb. God didn't bring us to this place for nothing. Historically, time bomb of revival. Therefore, do you love the Lord? I've been a member of Christ Abanaku from beginning. Thank God for you. Thank God for your support. If not for your support, I will have fallen down. Bargada. So, <laughs> hello. However, if the Lord Jesus will come today, I can tell Jesus I'm a preacher in this house. Who are you? What are you in this house? Evangelism team, did you go with them? Intercession on Friday 11, did you come? Every day we pray on the Zoom, do you join us? Then how can you expect the Holy Spirit to open your eyes and open your senses? You love Him. You have been called according to His purpose. But many are called according to His purpose and they do not love Him. Listen to me. I, I think I've almost finished. Yes. So the benefits. Is that God works everything to his counsel. But you have to love him. Because you are called to his purpose. What is the nature of sons of God? Or children of God I would say. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore if anyone is in Christ Jesus a new creation. All things are passed away. All things have become new. All things are passed away. All things have become. Let's read the scripture together. And. Uh, yeah. 
Give me the King James Version and let's mingle both together. Now, when you were in the world and now you are born again, has your body changed? No. You still look like the way you look. So we mean this scripture is not talking about your body. Your human mind is still the same. So it's not talking about your human mind. Huh? Now, but you have a spirit. So it means what the Bible is saying is that your spirit that was old was destroyed. And a new spirit in your replica was put into you. And as your human spirit have the cage of this body, that is what covered your spirit. So also the new spirit in you have a cage called the incorruptible body, which you and I will adopt when Jesus will come with a blast of the archangel. And the dead in Christ will rise first, and those of us alive will now shed this body and pick up that new incorruptible body. However, the book, the Bible tells us in, first, in, in the book of um, First Corinthians chapter, um, chapter uh, 2 verse 16, it says that you have the mind of Christ. So, when you are born again, you are a new creature because you have the new spirit and you have the mind of Christ in that spirit. Yes? Do you get that? I can't hear from that section. I think I need to move around now. Do we get that? So, now, every spirit must have a mind. The spirit of my heart, man, has human mind that operates your body. It's your human mind that operates your body. Alright? Then the spirit of God that enters into you and created your spirit and gave you a new spirit also has the mind of Christ in him. So, dwelling in you is your human mind and the mind of Christ. The mind controls the body. So, if the mind controls your body, and when we're in the world, it controls our spirits, taking us to hell. So, the new mind that you have received, the new spirit that you have received, wants to access your human mind. Now, for you and I to function according to the spirit of Christ, our human mind must be reprogrammed. You get what I'm saying now? Now, when you were born as a child, you went through programming from your infancy. They, your parents will buy you toys, isn't it? Parents am I talking to? You buy your children toys, don't you? And your parents bought toys for you, isn't it? So you wake up in the morning, one toy. You play, 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 play. As far as you are concerned, this world is for play. Am I correct? And if they take that thing from you, they will cry. Look at those children now. You give them this, uh, they say, the computer for them, small one, and they begin to do this, do this. You take me, give it back. Mm, mm. Yes? That is a program. And suddenly you will take them to school. And then they will spend two hours where they will make them play. Because what? They want to introduce them to another program. Isn't it? And then after two hours, two hours, then they will now begin to say you should leave them for 
four hours or whatever, then five hours or so, and they will now begin to occupy them. They play for us and sleep. Now they begin to now occupy them with some education. Is that correct? And then they introduce them to writing, to reading and stuff. And they continue to reprogram them till they go to primary school. By the time they get to primary school, they will know that it's not play, 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 play. No more play, no more toy. Is that my correct? Okay, now, sir, let me tell you something. You finish that, you go to secondary school for further programming, and then you go into university, some of you. And it is the way you are programmed that forms what you become. Same with the Spirit. He said, Romans 8, 29. For those God foreknew, He has what? Let's read that scripture together. For those God foreknew, yeah, uh-huh. So, in once you are born again and you have entered the kingdom, your mind must be reprogrammed, and that's what I'm doing for you now reprogramming your mind to become like what Jesus. Any church you go and your mind is not reprogrammed towards Jesus, get out of that church, run for your life. When you do programming in university. They will not call Alal Mitzela to come and teach you programming. You know Alal Mitzela? All of you know is that it's a meat, Alal, they kill it. Can you imagine that person now just changed the signboard of his, his, his um, shop and said that if you want to study Java, come here, Java specialist. But Alal Mitzela... And you too, you say, ah, I want to read Java. I want to read Java. I enroll. How many years can you spend in the shop of butchering animal and become a Java programmer? Can somebody answer me? For the rest of your life, you know nothing about Java. It's so are people who go to churches where the minister does not encounter God, neither does he teach you Christ. All they teach you is demon, 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 prosperity, 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 and they're getting rich at your expense, and all those jars. Nobody can say, I will lead, if yourself have not been led. Nobody can say, I will teach about Jesus, if yourself have not been taught by Jesus. Nobody can say, I will show you the way, if himself does not know how to read the map. Let me tell you, the reason why you come to church as a Christian is that somebody should reprogram you into Christ. Into Christ. Someone told me, a minister, that, you know, my general overseer, you know, when anybody manifests any gift, he will just extinguish it. I say, my own general overseer, when anybody sit down and they don't uh, manifest, give. He say, manifest, manifest, manifest. That's my own general overseer. He wants everybody to manifest. It's a pity if anybody falls to a church where, where, you, where you manifest a gift, the general overseer will come and silence you. If you go there and you remain there, 
Come on now. Think about your life. Every day you spend is minus one from your existence. And it is minus one living plus one going out of life. The reason you come to church is to be reprogrammed. How are you reprogrammed? The word of the living God into Christ. Somebody needs to let you know who you really are. And program you to function the way God has created you to. Predestined for you to be. Among you are apostles, among you are prophets, among you are teachers, among you are evangelists. You must manifest. That's why you come to church. And you will manifest. You will manifest. Same way my my, uh, mentor used to do to me. When he's talking, I'm looking at it. I won't tell you about we fasted three days and night every four second third without water and food. Pray our intestine until we, are, we can't pray anymore. Then we pray, we say, Amen. Amen. My boss will say, my, That's my mentor. Ah, you are sleeping. You are sleeping. I'm not sleeping, sir. <laughs> I'm not sleeping, sir. Say, Amen. Amen. Because for three days we didn't drink water, we didn't eat. And he too did not. And he's shouting. We were in the same place. He didn't go out somewhere to go and eat. We were we lock up in the same church. Praying, 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 praying. He'll give us a break. We'll pray nine o'clock one hour, one hour and then he say relax. Twelve, he woke us up. Then one hour relax. Then three he wakes us up. One hour relax. Then six he wakes us up. It gets up. One hour relax. Then nine. We pray till twelve. Hey. Then he stop. Then one. He comes. I was ruggedly trained. If I do that to you in England, you see side up. <laughs> it will be man abuse. It will be man abuse, isn't it? Hallelujah. But you know something Jesus made me understand? It is the fathers who pay price, the children just enjoy. Yeah. You don't have to go for three days without food and water on your empty belly. You only need to just manifest faith in the Lord. Faith in the Lord. It's Moses who fasted, Joshua did not. And he did double miracle. Recorded. Elisha was the one who wanted to mount it. Elijah did not. Of course, they did fast, but not like the one fasting. And they did greater wonders. Underlining factor. Do you love the Lord? So, finally, I will carry on from where I stopped today. The traps of the devil satanic traps for believers I must drop that in you and then we close this meeting Romans 12 1 what did he say shall we read it together please
What did the Bible say? We should present what? Let me talk to this. Any minister living in adultery, you will go to hell. Really, God will not forgive you. Because if a Christian is living in adultery, the sentence of hell hangs upon him. However, if a minister is living in adultery, this is why you will not ever enter heaven. You defile your temple, and then you go to the holy place, the altar of God, to present the holy God. Unholy man presenting the holy God. That highest level of apostasy. You are saying indirectly that God is blind. God does not know. And that is blasphemy against the Spirit. Never forgive it. Every sin is outside the body. But the sin of adultery and fornication is into the body. The Bible says that if you destroy my temple, I will destroy you in those days. A person who cannot control himself sexually is not supposed at all to put his head down to be anointed. When you get born again, let me tell you, if you live in adultery or in fornication, you shut the gates of protection of God and you shut the gates of blessings of God against yourself. You become vulnerable to the beasts of the field, demons of hell, to do to you whatever they will. And fasting and prayer will not mediate. Your body is the temple of the Most High. Present your body to God as a living but already dead. So, which means a sacrifice is something you slaughter. It does not have life. And if the Bible says you are a slaughtered animal but you have life. What it means is this, to the world you are dead, but to God you are alive. Do you know something? Mommy was told to speak in a convention in Nigeria yesterday and yesterday in Nigeria. She was speaking from Leeds. And the thing, the thing they gave her was about sexual sin and how to overcome it. The fact is that when you have intercourse with a person, you become one with that person. The whole of chapter 6 tells you, I will not go into that, but I will teach you that detail very shortly. Because these things, Satan uses it to shipwreck many, and they think they are going to heaven. They speak in tongues, they work miracles, but they are going to hell. Many have died like that who are supposedly saints of God, but they ended up in hell. Because God is not a respecter of man. Do you understand me? And they said that, you know, they have this problem now in the church of God. So many bishops are committing adultery. Some of them even have children outside the family and also like that. You know, uh, you know ministers, uh, guest ministers will come and the, the ladies you tell to serve them, they, they will be uh, sleeping with them and all stuff like that. And it's going on. They said in church, it's not going on in the church of God. It's going on in the church of the world. <laughs> The church of God does not do anything that is contrary to God. That is the reason why it's church of God. Okay? Alright. But when you see things that are happening, those churches are counterfeit churches set up by Lucifer. Or was originally set up by God, but now pastored by Mr. Reverend Lucifer. I would mean now. Anyone they lay hands on, you are contaminated. If they anoint your head, you are finished. 
Because your head is the entrance to your spirit. That's why the Bible says, lay hands suddenly on nobody. I lay hands on a woman in the in, in nonsense church. The woman, when, when they brought her to me, okay? She's very possessed. She's deep satanist. And the moment I lay hands on her, I said, I command that serpent in you to leave. She screamed. And she began to stagger. She said, after she recovered, when they were going, she began to fight with Pastor Emmanuel and all the rest of them. They brought her back to me. I said, what is the problem? She said, you took my serpent. I said, took which serpent? Took which serpent? She said, she said, in my head I have seven serpents. I said, nonsense. She said, ministers who lay hands on my head before, the serpents tagged them, they died. She's not talking fiction. She had the names of those people she had killed. She said, but you lay hands on my head, I was happy because you would die. But she said, to my amazement, the serpent ran away. Oh, the serpent ran away from my head. I said, you don't understand. So therefore, can you imagine a minister who had consulted demons and he's using the the demonic power outside. They are the ones who live in adultery and all stuff like that. And he lay hands on your head with what? If you don't know a minister well. If it's anointing people and they are somersaulting, you better don't go and put your head under their hand. Because anointing don't make you somersault. Stay clear from it. It's demonic. Demonic. You must be very, very careful. Your body is a temple of God. Don't allow Satan to celebrate in your body. Demons will be holding party in your body. If you are not married, don't have sex. If you want to have sex, get married. For me to wed you does not cost you money. Alright? In the CFT, all of you have married here. Did we charge you money to come and wed here? Really, we give all of them money. People wed in CFT, we don't charge them. We, I give money, mommy give them money. Everybody who wed. I was told by the Balofi in the church, they told them after they charged them for wedding, they now told them to pay 1,000 pounds deposit. If they come late, they lose their deposit. In London, this week he went to that church. They lose their deposit. And people go to such church, pack your load, run for your life. Finally, why should you keep your body? If you look at this scripture, that's where we continue when next. First John 3. Nine, it says, "No one who is born of God will continue to sin." All right, because God's seed remains in Him, He cannot go on sinning because He is born of God. Then we get that now. Why can He not go on sinning? Because God's seed is in him. And he cannot continue to sin. Because he is born of God. How do you know you are born again? If you commit sin and you don't have a check in your heart. Then you are not born again. That means the seed of Satan in you. Has overgrown the seed that God planted. That person is on his way to hell. When you are born of God, 
the seed of God lives in you. And that seed of God in you will not permit you to sin. If the, if the devil whispers sin into you or tempts you, that seed will rise up and begin to speak. Because you are born of God. But if you yield to the seed of Satan, you will die, the Bible says. If you yield to the seed of God, you will live, the Bible says. Therefore, the margin is this. All your spiritual senses, you want it to be aglowed? Let the seed of God in you manifest. Let's stand up to our, on our feet. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. You see, our prayer today is very straightforward. The first prayer is that you will thank God for this grace. Because there are many people in the world, millions of people, don't hear a word like this that can help their spirit to grow. And that can help them manifest the God inside them. Rather, they go on the pews of churches every Sunday to only hear, God will do it for you. It will be well with you. As long as they keep a crowd. In CFT, it's not so. If you are 12 with me, it's enough for us to achieve the revival of the United Kingdom. But if you are 2 million, the same thing is better. It makes it easier. The important thing for me is that everyone that God brings to me, we will enter heaven together. At all costs. I will do everything in my human power to make sure that you are fully informed. And the one who sent me will do everything in his power to protect your soul. Now we're going to thank God for the revelation of the world we had today. Just give God the praise. Father, we exalt and magnify thee. We bless you, our God. We glorify thee, Jesus. We thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, our maker. We submit to you our praise. We thank you and honor your holy name. Be thou exalted, O God. Yes, Father, we thank you. We thank you. Begin to confess, Lord, I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you. Because you have loved me, Lord. Even when I did not know you, you loved me, Lord. We bless you. Thank you for your love for me. Thank you for your love for me. Thank you for your heart for me. Oh, Lord, my King. Now begin to tell the Lord, help me to be fruitful, Lord. Let your seed in me germinate. Let your seed in me germinate. Every seed that the devil has planted, let them be uprooted from me. Send your fire and destroy the seed of Satan in my body, in my soul. Every seed of the devil in human mind be consumed with fire in the name of Jesus. Everything the devil had planted in us to hinder us from operating the power of God. Lord, we cry unto you, God, the Holy Spirit, send your fire and destroy them. Send your fire and destroy them. Send your fire and destroy them. Help me to live a life of holiness in your sight, O God. Let me be a sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Help me to truly fear you, O God. My God and my King, 
Tell the Lord. Babobos para de dosi kirimalande zaradai. Now I want to pray that Lord, the calendar, the prophetic calendar that you open to this house, help me to read it. Help me to read it. Help me to read this prophetic calendar. Help me to read this prophetic calendar, Lord. I want to have access to what you are doing next year. We want more information about Great Britain. What will happen to United Kingdom? What will happen to United Kingdom? Oh Lord, my God. Father, 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 open my eyes, give me understanding. Tell the Lord to give you understanding, insight, mystery of your life that God will reveal to you. The plan of God for your life that God will reveal it to you. Tell the Lord, help me, help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, help me, help me. Open my eyes, open my ears, open my feeling, my understanding, my sense of smell and spirit, oh God. Tell the Lord, preserve me from falling away. Preserve my heart and mind from the wicked one. Deliver my soul from evil, Jesus. Satan has infested the world with the world system. To hinder God's people, that is his first aim. And to take many to hell. Tell Jesus, I don't want to go to hell. I want to manifest God. Jesus said, if you have faith in me, you will do the things I've been doing and greater works shall you do. The Bible says that God is working according to the counsel of his will in everything. For those who love him, tell the Lord, saturate my heart, O God, with your will and love. Blessed be your holy name, King of heaven. Father of light. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. I stand in Christ in God, I say. Eyes open in the name of Jesus Christ. I stand in Christ and say, Eyes open to the realm of vision in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive prophetic tongue in the name of Jesus. As the capacity to prophesy is in you, I pray, Lord, share up your will inside them, Lord. The world cannot believe unless they see us move like Jesus tries. Lord, raise among these people workers of miracles. Raise among them, O oh God, prophets that will sit as seers. Oh my God and King, the program that you have pre-programmed them, I speak, Lord, hastily manifest that program in them. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says the Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand, every agenda of Satan against your purpose, O oh God. In the lives of these people, I shut down the name of Jesus Christ. I say the devil will not prosper over your life. I say the devil will not prosper over your life. I shut the door against the power of hell. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. John said, I was in the spirit in the name of the Lord. That encounter, receive it in the name of Jesus. Ezekiel said, The hand of the Lord is upon me, and it carried me by the spirit of the Lord. Encounter the same in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, these people come to you, not to me. I stand in Christ in God. 
Moses said, I wish that all men were prophets. And you took out of the spirit, you put on Moses and put it upon the elders and the prophets. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In sin, understand in the name of Jesus. When God showed vision to Jeremiah, he said, what do you see? He said, I see nothing. Then the Lord opened his mouth and put the word in his mouth. Then he showed him the same thing. And he said, what, what can you see? He said, I see an almond tree. By the word you have received today, receive sight in the name of Jesus Christ. Jeremiah said, your word is in me. He said, if I keep my mouth shut, it is fire within me, burning in my bones. I speak all the word of God you read daily, it shall become fire within you. It shall burn in your bones, it shall burn in your organs in the name of Jesus Christ. Utterance you shall receive. Utterance you shall receive. Utterance you shall receive. London has waited for too long. United Kingdom has waited for too long, Lord. Let the work begin. That the lame will walk on the streets of London. That the blind will see in the streets of London. That death shall be raised on the streets of London, Lord. You will fill all these people with prophetic unction. And they will speak like you spoke to the women of Samaria. If we got you... Then there is no problem. For you are the God who walks behind every circumstance to conform with your will. So Lord, I thank you. Every manifestation in every life today, I call them to conform with the will of God. We praise you, O King. We exalt you, Jehovah. We salute you, Champion of Heaven. Thank you, God of everything. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. I can't hear your amen. I can't hear your amen. Say after me, I am an overcomer. By the blood of Jesus. Put your hands together for the living God. Hallelujah forevermore. Yes, Lord Jesus. Choir, let me have you please. You could be seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I'm happy for you, Christ with Tabernacle. <laughs> wow. Especially you young ones. You will turn this nation upside down and inside out with the gospel of Jesus. A gospel without testify- testimony is questionable. You are going to a new week today. In this week, your life is transformed. You will encounter favor everywhere you go. You will be, um, you will be marveled by my words. It's going to get tougher and tougher in England. For you, it will get easier and easier. Angels of God will work on your behalf. The Lord promised us when He told us that England will go to famine from 2022. The Lord has been speaking in this house about this from 2019. But the Lord also said, in those days, He says, you will have plenty. God said, I will open the gates of plenty to Christ with tabernacle. And what God said about England is happening, 
And for you, what God has said, you will encounter it. I want every one of you to be very bold in God. Bold in God. Lay claim on the word of faith. Speak them to manifestation. But love the Lord. And the Lord will bless you. I don't know who is taking the offering today. Pastor Pastor Ben. All right, now before Pastor Ben comes, let's stand up on our feet. We have our victory. Hallelujah. We have our victory. Shall we take our seats, please? Thank you so much, Daddy. It's always refreshing to sit under him. Quickly turn with me to the book of Second Corinthians chapter 9. You know, Daddy talked about offering in his preaching. So we just read the scripture and we give to God. Second Corinthians chapter 9. Verse number 7, I'll read from the NLT. It says, you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. I love the NLT. Don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Amen. And then the next verse 8. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over. I love that. To share with others. Amen. And so just as we've heard, you know, we, we want to give to God as an expression of your love to Him. Look at the revelation. I... Before I came here, some of the things I remember 
2000, I asked 2007, I asked Daddy, I called him on Revelation Channel and asked him about, he was teaching about generational case and he was with Pastor um, um, in fact he was hosting the program I'm saying that we are coming from a background that we have been infected with doctrines that kept us limited hear me and I called him, I called daddy on revelation I said daddy you are saying there's no revelation uh, revelational case can you explain? I was a pastor. Generational case. And I asked all those questions. I don't know whether daddy will remember. And I was adamantly, because the servant of God opened our eyes to scriptures, that there is no such a thing for somebody born again. He didn't say that there's no generational case. He says, if you are born again, it doesn't affect you. And my eyes opened. And these are some of the truths he has opened us up to. So this morning, we are here to give to God. I'm just bringing it to you because in some places, I've been in places where I was, you'll be asked to bring 5,000, 1,500, and people were giving. Here, you are not asked to do that. The temptation is that you'll pick up something and give to God. But you heard the scripture. It says that God loves a cheerful giver. So one minute, I want to give you this. Prepare your offering as something presenting to somebody you love. With every intention. Amen. Just close your eyes. I always love to listen to daddy. Because there is no way you can have a champion. Or even in the world. Those who are star. There is always a coach. So to rise up into championship, you need a heavyweight champion to train you. Lift up your voice. Just open up your mind and begin to pray. You've heard the word. Daddy, thank you. These are nuggets of truth from the very throne room of heaven. That have come to us that the secret to walk in this dimension of the spiritual inheritance and the deposit you have for us as your people is to love you and to love you. We've seen through the life of your servant that loving you bring us to the very best you have restored for your people. That we ask that as we bring our token to you, open our hearts to see that you first gave your very best. You gave the best of heaven. Nothing in our lives can be compared to that. And so therefore, this is our token of our expression of appreciation for that which you have done. There were miracles and things you did we did not know, but you did them anyway because of your covenant. This morning we say, Papa, thank you. We honor you. Let this sacrifice be acceptable in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we be upstanding, please?
Yes, Lord Jesus, you have broken the chain. Yes. And the veil has been torn apart. And we who were called commoners, we have been allowed in into the very kingdom, secret place of the Almighty God. We want to thank you that this is the holy offering brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come from above and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Shall we take our seats, please? As we welcome Pastor Fumi. Come on, let's put our hands together. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have been blessed today. I'm just going to take a couple of announcements before we close the meeting. So first, I'd like to welcome anyone who's worshipping with us for the first time. If it's your first time here at CFT Cathedral, would you be kind enough to raise your hand and rise to your feet as someone beside you welcomes you. You are welcome. Please rise to your feet. Someone will welcome you. You are Indeed, you are all welcome, ladies, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I can see you across the auditorium. You're welcome. I am sure that you have been blessed today. Please take your seat. Someone has, uh, I can see everyone has received the pack. Please take some time to complete the forms within the pack. But you are always welcome to join our meetings here. We meet at 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. And through the announcements, you'll hear a little bit more about the other services that we have. The one thing I want to stress is that in Christ's faith tabernacle, we believe just as Jesus did in the whole person. So we believe in feeding your spiritual, but also feeding you across all spectres, uh, across the whole spectrum of your life. So if you do have a need or you need some information, please engage with one of the ushers and they'll be able to signpost you to the right person to support you. But there are lots of activities that we have within the house to support you in different aspects of your life also. So I'd want to encourage you to join in. If there's something that you find or you see that we're doing that be useful to you, please feel free to join. You're no longer a visitor here. And the Lord bless you. Amen. Amen. And um, just a couple more announcements. Home group. Today is Sunday. So we have our home group as usual at 7 p.m. in our homes. And tonight we'll be reflecting on the book we've been reading, Jeremiah. And we're going to reflect on chapters 17 to 
30. If you have young children in the house, make sure they also contribute. Everyone can contribute from the perspective of what they have learned and can practicalize what that has meant for them, what they've learned from it and how they will apply it. So 7 o'clock home group and then at 9 o'clock we'll have our daily prayers and our prayers tonight will include our communion service. It will hold online. Prepare your communion before you join so you minimize your distractions when it comes to communion time. That's online on all of our channels, Zoom, YouTube, and free conference call. I'd also like to remind us that our Bible study holds on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. And that's also online. And when we finish Bible study, we go straight into the daily prayers. So please make sure you uh, diarize and join in good time. In terms of our daily prayers, these hold every day at 9 o'clock, except Wednesdays when we have the Bible study at 7, and on Fridays when we have our vigil at 11 p.m. And when we pray on Friday at 11 p.m., we pray into Saturday, and therefore do not have a session on Saturday evening because we have prayed early in the first hour of Saturday. So please bear that in mind. This Friday our prayers will be at 11 p.m. and they'll be holding online. So we won't be here at the cathedral this Friday. We'll be having our prayer session online. Zoom, YouTube and free conference call. I'd like to remind the men that you have the Light of the World meeting online also at 7.30 p.m. At 7.30 p.m. on Thursday, that's Thursday, this Thursday, the 20th of October, 7.30 p.m. online. And the character that you'd be studying is Isaac. So you may want to read ahead um, so that you can flow with the teaching and you can also contribute. And then, uh, just bear with me, I think I have only three more announcements, but they're slightly meatier. So, I would like to remind us that we are going into a week after this week that is a special week for the women in the house are there women in the house yes if mom was here she'd be saying up girls up girls up girls are there girls only in the front up girls up girls she can see you wherever she is know that <laughs> okay so we are going to be starting the women of royal destiny convention i believe there's a short video that we are ready to play are we or shall i just keep talking all right um is there someone who needs to liaise with somebody up there uh whilst it's being sorted out i'd just like to remind us that the convention starts we are ready all right so come again for us to gather together and celebrate our 2022 international women of road destiny convention with a week full of activities beginning from monday the 24th of october this group that god is telling me to to continue, it's not going to be women of uh, destiny, but it's going to be women of royal destiny. Then I said to God, why this word royal? 
God said, the women that is giving, that is going to give to me, I begin to teach them about nobility. Not just see themselves like ordinary, but see themselves as someone that the royal crown has been placed on their heads. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Women of Royal Destiny presents its 2022 theme, Women in the Kingdom. Women in the Kingdom, God is calling you to fulfill your appointment or your design appointment or your mind. So we cannot fix that. What does it take to be in the Kingdom? It takes your whole life to be in the kingdom. So can I say to you, women in the kingdom, men in the kingdom, it's not an easy road. It's only Jesus that walks inside us. It's only Jesus that lightens the load. Join us for our convention week from Monday 24th to Sunday 30th, October 2022. From Monday to Friday, our evening sessions will include a panel discussion with Reverend Omar and Apostle A.T.B. Williams, health talks, and a daily exhortation from our Word President and Founder, Reverend Omar Williams, and ending with our Thanksgiving Sunday service in our Royal Regalia. Okay, that's brilliant. So, before I say a few more things, thank you very much for giving a round of applause for that video. Actually, Reverend Omar did say she wanted to acknowledge the people who work behind the scenes to make sure that some of these things come out. So, is Sister Batul in the hall? Is she in the auditorium? Do you want to rise? Sister Yomi, I know, is in your team. Sister Ola is in your team. Is she somewhere here? And I know there's one more person whose name I don't remember. Sister Ola, is she here? So Sister Batul, Sister Yome, Sister Ola, they're all part of the team that produce all of these videos for us because there's one more coming. Thank you very much. We appreciate your efforts. Please take your seats. Um, and just a few more things to add on to that. The programs will start in the evenings at 7 p.m. Monday to Friday. But we're going to have a couple of, um, a couple of different uh, uh, activities during the week. On Monday, we'll have Reverend Omar ministering about women in the kingdom. On Tuesday, we're going to have a panel session talking about preventing and managing diabetes. It's one of those things that are predominant within some communities, but it's an area that we feel that people need to understand and be educated uh, on. So we'll have an interesting panel on that, and we'll have the opportunity to ask questions after the session. On Wednesday, our mom will also be ministering on women in the kingdom, and on Thursday, we'll have an open panel where you can ask real-life questions. Our mom and dad will be on the panel. Uh, ahead of the day, we might put out um, uh, a Slido uh, notice so that you can post your questions and then we can manage the questions on the day. Because I can imagine we'll have hundreds of questions. We're not going to be able to take a hundred questions, but we can pull them together and ensure that all of them are addressed as best as possible. And then on Friday, our mom will also be ministering on women in the kingdom and our dad will crown it up because it's also our Overcomers Night Vigil uh, with ministration and he will bless us. So every day, every day, our Father will bless us at the end. On Sunday, we have the grand final 
uh, thanks, with our Thanksgiving service, Momioma will also be ministering on women in the kingdom. And as usual, our dad will bless us all. On Sunday, don't forget, come in our uniform. If you've got one, wear it. If you don't have one, please don't go out of your way. Everyone is welcome. But for the women of Royal Destiny, our uniform is cream or white attire, whatever you have. And we wear gloves because we are women of Royal Destiny. We're chosen priesthood. We are <laughs> we're a royal priesthood and a chosen generation. So Sunday is Thanksgiving service. And do think ahead about your giving for Thanksgiving. This is another year since our last Women of Royal Destiny convention. I'm sure a lot has happened over the course of that one year. And we have reason to thank God. So please consider prayerfully what you want to give as part of your Thanksgiving offering. And don't come to the meeting without bringing something to say thank you to our Father the almighty god and the lord bless you amen two more things you know our mom in this house when she sees something good she brings it to all of us she doesn't hold on to it so some of you may know that uh, well all of us should know that they were in leeds over the weekend and came back yesterday and uh there was uh, something that was introduced to her a far infrared spectrum room and buckets and um, for the two days she was there, she actually used these facilities. I remember last night when I was speaking to her, I said, you sound very alive. She said, yeah, normally by this time I'll already start feeling tired, sleepy. And so I said, you know, her voice was really vibrant. So she started talking about this thing that she had had. She used the one for the feet rather than sitting in the room. But she has actually commandeered them. And they're coming here during the week of the women of royal destiny convention they are going to come with a room which needs to be set up in one of our rooms and they'll come with a bucket you have an opportunity i'm not a doctor so i can't tell you all of the benefits but some of the benefits that uh, uh were told to me because i spoke to the gentleman this morning just to be clear about exactly what all of this is supposed to be doing and it improves your blood flow uh, it's useful for people who've got arthritis, diabetes, high blood pressure, enhances your metabolism. They will have a session to let you know whether you should do it or not. But as I understand it, for a lot of people who are not particularly mobile, and some people can't just move for all sorts of reasons and an improvement in your blood circulation will actually improve your conditions so i'm not going to overly explain that here what is going to happen is that we're going to have some information go out to the groups with a little bit more information that's been provided and then we will have slots that we can book each slot is 25 minutes uh, I think she negotiated a, a, a 67% discount. I've never heard of people getting 67% discount, but she negotiated a 67% discount on the price. So you pay £10 for a session, but we'll put out information and you'll have to book a slot. They'll have some time with you before you go into the 30-minute opportunity to be in the infrared far infrared spectrum room or energy bucket. I hope that was clear. That, that was, uh, you know, but 
It was a lot of stuff, but hopefully I communicated it well enough. But it sounds very interesting and very valuable. So uh, that is coming as part of what we have for the Women of Real Destiny Convention. And then, of course, we have in the house Elder Balofe and Dickinette Marlene. And you know, if you're a woman in this house, that when we were physically having our meetings, we started it with an exercise session. So we're not going to have this convention without the opportunity for exercises. So evening sessions, 7 p.m. But between 11 and 12 every day, Monday to Friday, if you are free and want to be part of it, they will be holding a session here. Now, I know that there are some people, I can see them, who are uh, the beneficiaries of Elder Balofi's exercise sessions. Some of them have gone, I can hear them saying yes, yes, here. Some of them have gone down two sizes when they start, from when they started exercising with Elder Balofi. And for those of you who don't know, Elder Balofi, is he around? Elder Balofi is the exerciser. He was the one who trained his wife as an Olympian that she won, what did she win? Weightlifting, something. I can't. Some was she on bronze, silver, gold. It doesn't matter. She won an, Olymp an Olympic medal. Anyway, and he was her trainer before he became her husband. Anyway, we're going to have exercise sessions here between 11 and 12 every day, Monday to Friday. If you're free, you're in the neighborhood, or you have just decided that look, I need to shed 10 kilos of. COVID lockdown weights, you are welcome to come and join. If you are working from home and you can shift your lunch hour from 12 to 2 or something and make it 11 to 12, then join them here. Exercises will be taking place. And God bless you. It's going to be an exciting week. It really is going to be an exciting week. I'm sure you can see. Okay, last two announcements. And then I'm going to invite Dickin Temi to come and take this one about uh, what I said earlier. We don't feed just the body. We don't feed just the spirits. We feed every part of the human, uh, looking at all of the human needs. So Dikintemi is going to take this quick announcement, and I will finalize, and you'll be pleased that we'll then close after that. Thank you, ma'am. Good afternoon. I, I need some of the grace pastors for me and Pastor Tayo have got. <laughs> they've, they've got some big grace. Um, okay, um, I will try and replicate that. I'll try. Um, so we've got a seminar um, next week, Saturday, 22nd of September. Can I check very quickly who's planning to attend, just by show of hands? Wonderful. Quite a lot of people. Can you stand, please? Thank you. I'm a bit extra. That is absolutely wonderful. Great. Can I have the barcode on the screen? So can you do me a favor, please? Whilst you're standing, can you scan that, please? And make sure you register. I'm looking at it now, so I would know how many people are actually registering. I am actually checking my phone. So that's, that's really good, actually. Really, really good. Thank you very much. All right. Please sit down. Thank you. Please sit down. Um, so just, um, just a few key things. So scan the barcode and please register. It's really important um, so that we can make sure we make um, arrangements and refreshments as well. Pastor Fumi was reminding me yesterday because I completely forgot about refreshments or anything like that. So please um, register. The second one is, so registration will start at 11 a.m. Um, on the Saturday. So please don't arrive at 12, but we are starting at 12. But please arrive at 11. Please, there will be registration. There will be refreshments and there will be networking as well so you can engage with um, other people. So please come in at 11 a.m. And um, teas, coffees, 
Um, and everything else will be served till 11.45. I've been told that the Tabernacle women have got surprises in store for us. Um, there are no seat reservations, and then obviously once um, the, the Hall of Mirror is full, so we are going to be using the Hall of Mirrors upstairs, um, there will be no longer any entry. So just a few th key things very quickly. I spoke to Dr. Steffi on Friday um, just to capture a few things that she wanted to sort of go through. And I was so excited, actually, because people pay to go and do these things outside. Um, and this is practical. This is not death by PowerPoint, by the way. Everything she's going to be doing on day is very, very practical so for those of you who go and pay this is my own perception by the way if you go and pay motivational speakers and they motivate you and pump you up it doesn't mean anything to me personally um, but this is very very practical so she will be going things about implementing rigorous structure around your business so some discipline um, that you need to Im um, implement some key building blocks as well that would enhance strategic thinking um, she's going to cover critical business assessments to ensure that you're building a sustainable business um, she's going to do some, we're going to do some assessment as well, um, looking at options, um, problem solving, things that in this growth, what do you need to do um, when you're at that stage where you're not growing and your business is just stagnant. Um, also looking at practical tools. So there will be a lot of practical stuff, uh, I mean, so things that we'll go through on the day as well. Um, we would also be discussing and evaluating common problems businesses face. So this would be an approach where we can actually share ideas and understand. Um, and what will be very useful useful as well is so on the day we are going to have people who have got much more larger and bigger business to sort of mix up with other tables just so that we can share interest and understanding in several areas um, and I think that's everything um, on the day so it's going to be action-packed days from 12 to 3 but please arrive at 11 for registration refreshments and networking as well and God bless you richly I hope I, I hope that was clear I'm not pastor for me but I hope that was clear Thank you. Thank you very much. Did I hear someone say, I don't have a business? Whether you have a business or not, I would encourage you to join because we are in different times. Uh, a lot of uncertainty in the world. You know, every time you hear, was it, uh, well, I shouldn't call their name, but you heard about the organization that's going to let 10,000 people go because of the cost of striking. What it means is that there's going to be a lot more of all of that. Not necessarily because they're on strike, but because things are going to get tougher. So some people are going to be let go. And the question is, where are they supposed to go? So this is the time for you to start thinking about what skills do I have? By the way, don't think about what job you're currently doing if you're doing a job. What else do you have that you can actually I don't want to say monetize, but that's the reality of it. A lot of us have lots of hidden talents. Some of us do things in church that we don't necessarily take into work. But those skills actually are being looked for by others. Some of us have information or intelligence on things that could work, but we haven't done anything about it. Or God has revealed something to you sometime back and you haven't taken action. This is the time to start thinking about it. So even if you don't know how to start, come and listen and gain some knowledge and then propel yourself forward and start something. Start moving and you'll get there ultimately. So God bless you as you come. If you haven't registered, please register if you're in that category. Final announcement. And I think they have a video for us also. Do we have a video? Do we have a final video we can play, please? We have a Joanna Open Day coming up. We have a Joanna Open Day. Oh, there's no volume. Volume, please.
Christ Faith Tabernacle Churches, the Joanna Group, warmly invites you to Joanna's Open Days. The group was inspired by Mummy Oma Williams in 2011 from the book of Luke chapter 8 verse 3. Joanna, the wife of Kuza, the manager of Harold's household, Susanna and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own needs. If you are a young lady aged 15 and over, keen to understand a bit more, why not join us at the Joanna's Open Day? The Joannas are young Christian ladies, trained to be strong in the Lord, grounded in His Word, and to serve in the house of our God. We, the Joannas, welcome congregants to the sanctuary. We provide hospitality to visitors to the church. We serve the ministers of God and the guests to the ministers. We provide great hospitality at official church events. We are indeed trained to serve with excellence and with finest. We learn continuously, both internally and externally, so that we can improve. All you have to do is to scan the QR code to register, just so that we can make the right arrangements for the day. We hope to see you there. All right. Bless you. Very quickly, the Joanna group is a special group in this house. They serve. You've heard all of the things about Joanna out there, but they've got to be strong in the word of God. But they also serve in this house. And we are looking to recruit the next two levels into the Joanna group, succession planning. So we are going to have an open day next Sunday afternoon, immediately after the service here at the cathedral. And if you are therefore a young lady and you're over 15 years old, the young lady, I said, over 15 years old, you are welcome to attend the open day. And if you've got young children, you can come along with your young children who are over 15 years old. They could be 25, 30, 35 young please come along on sunday next week but don't come without giving us some notice so please scan the qr code if you're a parent and your children are not here today and you want them to join scan the qr code and register them we need to have an idea of how many people are going to turn up so that we can make appropriate catering arrangements um and I will uh, summarize by saying that it's going to be an exciting session. You'll get an insight into what the Joannas do. You'll hear from Reverend Omar about how she was inspired to set up the Joanna group. You'll also hear from Apostle, who uh, um, I, I, I don't think I should call him patron. He's a patron of everything in Christ's Tabernacle anyway. But you know, if you're a Joanna, 
you also have an opportunity to have apostle has individual relationships and individual names for every Joanna. You hear the one who is Tolintin, you hear Bisolintin, you hear Sandrisco, you you know? Everybody has a name and he knows those who are prophets and those who are prophetesses and so on and so forth. Anyway, I mean that's just a little bit of extra. But the reality is that we will have the Joanna open day next Sunday. Please register, come along to come and find out a little bit more about what the Joannas are about and then you can make a decision about whether you want to join. And the Lord bless you. Look forward to seeing you there. I am going to invite our Father to now finally conclude our proceedings for today. Amen. <laughs> you know, I'm so sorry. I also scan the Joanna because I want to join Joanna. <laughs> so, Joanna, when you see my name, you are the one who told us to scan. Interesting. It's going to be a tremendous month for us as we head towards the grand finale of this conference for the women. And I want every man to make sure you come. Because I've been with mommy to every branch or most branches of CFT Global now where she did the convention for them, just a seminar for them on women in the kingdom. It is amazing. The information that was revealed through our lips, I wrote so much that I can teach for days. So please, let's take it serious. And you see, the Joanna too, those, you know, the, the, the minimum standard for Joannas is that they must be graduates. And those of them who are in the secondary school who are joining that group, you have a high bar of academic you must fulfill. Because one of the reasons why Mommy set it up is to help our young ladies to aim high. So you'll be taught about all those, all those stable lane, you know, bed lane, uh, etiquette, and all stuff like that. You'll be taught about it. And also I overheard the Pastor Fumi saying that um, Elder Balofi trained his uh, sister Balofi and then married her. I expected uh, Dikin uh, Singova to speak. That's conflict of interest. <laughs> he was just looking at him. We can take him up on that, can't we? Where it's a good conflict to, to marry the one you train. Shall we rise up together, please? <laughs> I think he will have a defense, really. Because if you train her, you married her, then you have completed your training. <laughs> Amen. Well, one of the sisters in the church, Sister Jalapamo and Brother Jalapamo, God gave them a baby girl on Thursday. They are among the couples that have been waiting for the fruit of the womb, and God answered them. So we are going to... Um, name the baby on Zoom. You'll be informed and you can always join us on Thursday. Please stretch your hands before the Lord and let me speak the blessings of God upon you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from His sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May He remember all your sacrifices and accept your month offering. 
May the Lord grant you the desires of your heart this week and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when we are victorious and will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open the book of remembrance concerning you. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared to Abraham and Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you in this week. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Shall we lift our right hand to heaven as we share the grace in Hebrew? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do His will, working in us that which is well pleasing in His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Before you do, surely, let me just uh, remind you this. The business seminar going on this weekend is the kickstart for the conference. And interest rates has gone up. It's not coming down until next year. It's going to keep on going until next year. Your mortgages are going to be increasing. And I pray for you that God will give you knowledge of something else to do that bring you income. Every one of you must go to that meeting. Because the guy is coming to teach you. In CFT, we don't charge people for seminar. We can give something to those people ourselves. But for you, some of that people will pay for it. And it's because we want to make sure that everybody have the equal opportunity to be empowered. So don't you say that you are not doing business. You must do business now. Because what you earn now is being shrunk. is shrinking per day. Expenses is going up. And mortgages or rents are going up. So until this recession will be over, and we hopefully believe by God's grace, by October, as God told us, this nation will begin to see green lights, and solution will begin to come. But until that time, you need to add to what you earn. I will together now, and God will bless anything you lay your hands on. You didn't say amen. Look at someone beside you and tell that person to his eyes, shh. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house.
God to us according to our confession. God bless you. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you out row by row.